When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome to Talking Real Money again. Hi, I'm Don. That's Tom. We're here to talk, well, what? Real money? But first, first, we have a huge, huge announcement. And I want to start it with a gigantic thank you to all of you who wrote such wonderful things to the CEO of Alphabet about the Talking Real Money video channel that was pulled from YouTube on Friday and reinstated on Wednesday. It's back. It's fully functional. It's got videos at it. I even put up some of our classes. This podcast will go up there on Thursday. Uh, then Thursday's podcast will go up on Friday. We're going to do a few video podcasts. We're going to do a lot of cool stuff for you. So this is a great opportunity now that it's back to go subscribe on YouTube to our YouTube channel. It's well, really it still easy. lasts. You know, it's I mean, I want to say thank I think you. We've, I think okay. we've been vaccinated against, uh, you know, yeah. having... I will I will go ahead and say a couple of things here. Number one, when things like this happen, when well, no, when when big corporations tell you no, because I've been going through this with a big corporation, I basically usually give up. I always just say, you know, I can just get mad and get frustrated and give up. You didn't give up. You went and got people to write. You got people to step up and say what they did was wrong, which was, for as far as we know, it was wrong. Well, they apologized. All right. I mean, it's just weird. There's nothing in the podcast that we did with Paul that was in any way, what did they say, violent? or I mean, it's weird anyway. Uh, yeah, so. inciting violence. I, there was nothing in it. So thank I, I will say thank you to you, Don. You didn't let me do my little song I've done about you all day, but I'll just say thank you because you hung in there. Thank you to the... <sighs> All of the followers, people wrote the nicest notes and they wrote, they CC'd us on many of them. So thank you for that. However, however, the disappointment is even after all that, I still cannot sell out the studio audience. There's no one in the chair behind me. No one in the chair. I keep (laughs) waiting. I I keep looking over there at that chair going, "Uh, what? Sad. And, and by the way, how much did that studio chair cost you? Oh, gosh, let's not go there. A month's salary or something. It's a lot. Oh. It's a family heirloom. It'll Either the, the upholsterer is way overpaid or you're way underpaid, <laughs> one or the other. Something is wrong one way or the other. Beautiful well, thank chair. You. So thank, thank you, you all so much for, for getting our channel back. You did a great job. We appreciate it. Go check it out. Go subscribe. Tell people about it. Thank you. Thank you. And now that I've accomplished that, I am going to sell all my portfolio and go away for the summer. It's nice. Nice knowing all of you. Oh, it's called oh, oh, sell in May and go away and going away. go ahead and play. That's what I say. No, no. no. I, those are all bad. Okay. Hey, so wait, I, I want to ask you a question. Up? I want to ask you a question yeah. really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did, did you ever get really great grades for your poetry? No. I, okay. I was one of the, I was one of those guys who couldn't draw. I couldn't paint. 
I never, I never did well in that you, end oh, of the. Oh, oh, you played soccer. Yeah, I played soccer, and okay. uh, I didn't even do that very well. I just did it for a long time. That's what I was telling so, people. I just never. So quit. you were a jocker, a soccer jock. Jocker. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so what's he talking about? Sell, you know, sell, sell may. may and go away. What's he? T- he's talking about what has. Uh, it's it's a long held Wall Street ism. It, right, it's one of those things that you hear about all the time from people. Like, oh, well, should I follow that? That it's sure it's been around forever. Should I sell my stocks and put the money in cash and then buy them again in like November when stocks, you know, will go up again? And the answer to that, of course, is no. But let's talk about the reasons why it's no. Yeah, yeah stocks. Know. Well, stocks have made more in the winter time than in the summer. Generally, generally, this is always where the trouble starts. And then I'll just sell out of it. I think, by the way, this goes back to the uh, folks in New York, the brokers, the fund managers, et cetera, that would rather be, you know, somewhere north of New York out of the uh, the hot and uncomfortable, you know, Manhattan. That's hey, my take. We so, got to get us to the Catskills. Exactly. We got to get up there to the Catskills <laughs> for a little burlesque and, uh, and, and some family bad fun on the lake. My yeah. jokes might have worked in the Catskills. They might still absolutely would have worked. Anyway, so th- I think this world, this all comes from. They're kind of lazy. I'll go up in the summer, do something. That, so this has evolved, and you still see the headline. Should I do this? And the answer, as I just mentioned, is no. And let's talk about why no. First of all, People believe that in a general sense about their lives and certainly about investing, that they see patterns that do not exist. We all think we see these things, whether it's my picture in the cloud. Is that it's a ducky (laughs) in the clouds? I don't see a Tom Cock in the clouds ever. (laughs) That's frightening for all. It's a ducky. No, people think they see patterns, especially about investing. Because how many, how much have we heard lately? Now with the market at new highs, it has to go down. Well, right, it has. It, 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 it always will at some point yeah, go down. Sure, absolutely, and then it will all, or it, I should say, will it has always gone to new highs? Exactly at some point. So anyway, so we think we see these patterns. And people, that gives them comfort, right? We all want to think that the, the future is going to look like the past, and it doesn't. Number two, Mark Hulbert, a guy I think you should trust. He used to write a great newsletter that looked at newsletters. And because newsletters can make all these outrageous claims about being number one or telling you when to get out of the market in 1987 or the five tech stocks you had to own from 1995 to 1999, whatever it was, Mark actually did the trades and then told the world how it worked out. And by the way, he found out in a general sense, newsletter advice is doesn't make you any more than just a buy and hold diversified portfolio over time. But he has looked at the whole idea of sell in May and go away and found that it is not significantly, uh, it's, there's not enough meat there to say statistically significant. You can't do this as a regular trade. He says the one year it does work is the third year in presidential terms, which is, I think a couple of years still away that, that over the long haul, that's the one you can say. So I trust Mark. Yes, he points out stocks have, in a general sense, made more in the winter months than in the summer. But remember, if you get out and you miss a big day here or there, and we talked about this on the show before, Don, 
that if you miss the 10 biggest days of the last decade, you basically make nothing in stocks, nothing. So you don't want to, to try this. And here, that's the other part of all this. And this truly is market timing, right? It has to be. It is, it is sort of timing out of markets, timing in markets. And we know market timing is a fool's errand. It is something that we all want to do. I always want to sell right at the peak and then buy back in, et cetera, et cetera. We don't know anyone who can do that. So for those reasons, no, I think this is a poor strategy. Your asset allocation should be about you, your need for return, your ability to take risk, and how soon you need to take money out of your portfolio has nothing to do with the time of year or the status of stocks or bonds right at this moment, because we don't know what is next. Darn it. Darn it. So really, I I should just stay invested. You would think so, and apparently the guy behind me just ran off to somewhere to buy more stock. So can I? Can I still go away? You can go away. In fact, I recommend that for a guy in Central Florida. Maybe oh, you should go away somewhere yeah, that, long um, way. Actually, yeah, that is the plan. Uh, just hoping we can actually make that plan happen in the next few weeks. Good luck. Well, uh, we want you to know that we love taking your questions. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Or you can go to talkingrealmoney.com, record them there on the little mic button, or type them in just like this. Here's a quick question for you. The subject, Tom? Yes. $100 million deli. I already know the answer. The All right, answer good. Is, you guys had a lot be of fun. some really good sandwiches. <laughs> you, you guys had a lot of fun with the GameStop stock kerfuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Kerfuffle. Ooh, I love the word of, kerfuffle. That's one of your favorite words. I adore kerfuffle. It's one of my favorites. Have you been following the hometown international story? Oh, gosh, yes. You know Hometown International, Tom? Of course I do. They have one yeah. deli that had $30,000 of revenue and the stock <laughs> is worth $100 million one day. I don't know what it was worth the next day, so probably a yeah, lot less. I should probably look that up. It probably went down a whole bunch after the story became more public, is my guess. Well, I'm going to check. Hometown Internet. I don't know what its symbol is, so I'm going to actually have to type it in to get the symbol because that's not one of the symbols I've uh, memorized. Oh, the symbol is uh, H-W-I-N. And by the way, it trades on the pink sheets. Yeah, which is not an area we recommend you run off and put your retirement savings in. Sort of a dead giveaway. Yeah. Really, sort of a dead giveaway. Uh, it is still no. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I got to tell you, there are some real, real stupid people out there. You know who you are, I hope, because if you own this stock, you're one of them. Uh, the market capitalization of Hometown International as of this moment, Tom, $99.8 million. So those are some really great deli sandwiches, and I hope you get a pickle with them. $12.80 <laughs> per share is the current price. That's up. And what is hysterical about this stock is that, uh, let's see, let's go back. Let's go back to when they actually started, which was in, oh, golly. They they started back in 2019 and they came out at a dollar a share, and they hung in there right around that for for quite some time, and then just recently, in 2021 or 2020, 
Somebody caught hold of this thing, and it started spiking up. In April, it was 375 By July, it was 9 bucks. Then by uh, the end of the year, it was $10. It got way up to 13, uh, $14.5 bucks a share, but now it's still sitting around $12 a share. And this company makes essentially no money. And they have no prospects for ever being worth $100 million. Are they going to buy Mike Subs? Are they going to buy Subway? Are they going to buy? They actually you know, have. Jimmy they Jones? have the. They have the equity to go out and buy up some other companies. Uh, I, I am surprised that the the uh, folks in who, who started this company. I'd be really surprised if they haven't already sold out of a bunch of their stock um, at these prices because they've got to know this is way too good to be true. Way and again, this is still they still own one deli, correct? One deli in New right. Jersey. Right. That had a very small amount of revenue. I mean, this is purely a speculation, not unlike <laughs> not Bitcoin at all, where you're just looking for the greater fool that will say, yeah, I'll pay $15 a share for that because uh, I love a ham and cheese. I mean, that really makes no sense. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it, um, and it is, uh, it, it's a little tiny little tiny operation um it's a little it's not even a storefront they lease their space so uh, it's a shell company yeah and there's it's it's a shell company it has basically it, a shell company is a company with with little or no actual profit making operations and uh it's and it only makes sense no offense but you guys in jersey you know who you are it just makes sense that it comes out of New Jersey because that is the ripoff penny stock. It has been the penny stock ripoff capital of the world. Has that so. nice river between that and New York that apparently works in terms apparently of securities really well. regulation. Some kind. So that, yeah. So uh, thanks for that question. We think this is, <laughs> this is hysterical. It no, would really I don't be think, funny if people weren't losing money on yeah, it. Yeah, no, I don't think, I mean, it's hysterical at one level, but at another, please do not invest in this. We are not recommending ever that you own individual stocks. We would never, ever, ever put you on the pink sheets. And this again is just a purely silly speculative purchase that people have just decided I'll game it, I guess. I have yep, no other and reason. They're doing it. It has got to be on that Reddit thing again, where people just do whatever the idiot Redditors tell them <laughs> to do. I, I'm I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. And given given the fact that we're both at a loss, we're going to get the heck out of here and end this podcast. Uh, we'll have another one for you tomorrow, as always. And uh, of course, tomorrow's will also be available as a video. So check it out at our reincarnated YouTube channel went away, was dead, came back. We're happy. Go check it out. Go subscribe. Tell your friends, leave a review at Apple podcasts. If you like what you hear, if you hate us, just call us and tell us. And you can do that at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Isn't it more fun to insult someone right to their ear anyway? Uh, so if you hate us, call us. And uh, thanks for being there. We really appreciate it. That's Tom. I'm Don. Talking real money. Talking real money. 
We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.